0: Hello, my friends. Welcome to Tuesday's episode of Enough for Today. Thanks for joining me. We get to do one of my favorite things today when it comes to this program, and that is to start a new psalm, one at a time, slow walking through the psalms, and we're meditating on God's heart and the human experience. It's been a while since I've said this, but the psalms are like God's medicine chest for the human heart, for the human soul. Why is that? Because the psalms are... Um, really they record every kind of human emotion. Every human experience possible is processed to God in the presence of God as the Word of God in the Psalms. So there's a human author and there's a divine author. This is the inspired, preserved, perfect Word of God. And this this is God flowing through a human author like David or Moses or others to speak to us about human experience where the author is is honest, maybe raw. Maybe it's a psalm celebrating and experiencing joy and victory and exaltation. Maybe it's a psalm of sorrow and grief or hardship. Maybe it's a psalm of devotion and, and worship and intimate fellowship. There are different kinds of psalms, but really this is just a vast pharmacy for your heart, and that's why we chose to do this journey together because of COVID. That's how it started, but I don't know about you, but it's helped me so much that I come to the place, I know plenty of you are watching this, but it doesn't even matter to me if nobody watches it because it's good for me. It's good for my soul, and if, if it's good for me, it's good for you. God gives us his word to process our human experience, our human emotions in his presence, which changes us. It transforms us. It gives us a right view of him, a right view of ourselves, a right view of others, our enemies, our families, and others. It gives us a right view of our world, our our, our place in, in the timeline of human history, our purpose, our mission. It gives us a right view of where we're headed, where we've come from, where we're going, and how God is active and present and working in our lives. And so um, this is the journey that's before us. And we slow walk because... Um, Philippians 4 teaches us to think on these things and God talks to us about bringing into captivity every thought. I think that's 2 Corinthians 5 uh, or 10. I get them confused. but um, And God tells us to meditate on his word day and night. Psalm 1, blessed is the man uh, that walketh not, that stand, standeth not, that sitteth not, but his delight is in the law of the Lord and in his law Does he meditate day and night? And what's that man that meditates on Scripture? What's he going to be like? Like a tree. Planted by the rivers of water, nourished, nutrition, water, underground roots, rooted, -rooted, well-rooted, well-established, durable, deeply rooted, grounded, okay? Um, And you're going to be nourished from your root system. And then Psalm 1 says you're going to bear fruit in your season. So you go through different seasons of life, and all the psalms address those different seasons. And as we meditate on these psalms, we are grounded, we are rooted to become eventually fruitful. And I can speak to that personally, that this journey through psalms has grounded me in more ways than I can take the time to share. Many of you are experiencing that with me uh, as we journey through. So we're in Psalm 48 today and I want to invite you to open a Bible there. Sometimes maybe it would help to take notes or highlight or underline words or or whatever. Psalm 48 goes right along with 46, 47, kind of continues the thought of the people of God celebrating the victory that God has brought to them. Now, this is an ancient victory, and it's likely the victory that God brought uh, during the reign of Hezekiah uh, when he defeated the Assyrian army who was uh, had already defeated the northern kingdom of Israel and now were surrounding Jerusalem and God wiped out that army. In one night, there was no battle and uh, the king Sennacherib went home alone and was killed by his own sons in, in a pagan temple. So God got a great victory at the darkest moment when uh, the people were certain that they were done for that it was all over, God changed everything. He turned everything in a moment. So the people now are worshiping and celebrating and they're they're finding great joy and clapping and shouting and, and rehearsing the victory that God has brought. The modern day application is that we are children of this same God. We follow him by the grace of Jesus and Jesus calls us victors because of his work. He's defeated sin and death and the grave and he's made us victors, triumphant conquerors in Christ, and we are on this growing journey together uh, waiting for him to come back and establish his forever kingdom. So we get to celebrate God in the same way. Circumstances are different. Timeline's a little different. Stories are a little different. Context, our context is a little different. 21st century, same God, same human needs, same realities unfolding in our lives where we feel like we're overwhelmed or overcome, but we're not because we serve a great God. So look at verse 1. What we do when we introduce a new psalm is we just kind of lay the groundwork, just the high view, and we we, we take a flyby. So as we've introduced this as a celebratory psalm, yeah, there, there's four sections to it. Verses 1 through 3, uh, God and their city, the, the, the singers or the people celebrating. Uh, they're celebrating God and their city. Secondly, God and their enemies. Thirdly, God and their worship. Fourthly, God in, and their future. That's verses 12 to 14. So part one is verses one to three. Part two is verses four to seven. Part three is verses eight to 11. And part four is verses 12 to 14. So let's pick it up and read a song and psalm for the sons of Korah, the song leaders, the worship leaders in the temple. Great is the Lord and greatly to be praised in the city of our God, in the mountain of of his holiness beautiful for situation the joy of the whole earth is mount zion on the sides of the north the city of the great king god is known in her palaces for a refuge for lo the kings were assembled they passed by together they saw it and so they marveled they were troubled and hasted away fear took hold upon them there in pain As of a woman in travail, thou breakest the ships of Tarshish with an east wind. As we have heard, so have we seen in the city of the Lord of hosts, in the city of our God. God will establish it forever. Selah. We have thought of thy loving kindness, O God, in the midst of thy temple. According to thy name, O God. So is thy praise unto the ends of the earth. Thy right hand is full of righteousness. Let Mount Zion rejoice. Let the daughters of Judah be glad because of thy judgments. Walk about Zion and go round about her. Tell the towers thereof. Mark ye well her bulwarks. Consider her palaces that ye may tell it to the generation following. For this God is our God forever and ever. He will be our guide even unto death. Um, well, there's a lot here. And I don't want to get ahead of myself. And we're 10 minutes in for today. But uh, I can't read verse 14 without getting a lump in my throat and getting a little choked up. Um I don't know if I want to tell you why yet. I think I'll just tell you why later. But I want to read it again. For this God is our God forever and ever. He will be our guide even unto death. Well, friends, Psalm 48 is a wonderful celebration. It's Tuesday and we're going to spend the next several days here. So thanks for joining me. Um, think about what it means to belong to a wonderful God for the rest of your life. You can't be any safer than that. Happy Tuesday. That's enough for today. We'll see you tomorrow.